and welcome to another episode of Lie, Cheat, and Steal, the podcast about liars, frauds, thieves, and bullshitters. I'm your host, Pat Royce. Just to let y'all know, we are a bi-monthly podcast, and you can also check us out uh, on Twitter at LCS Podcast. We're on TikTok at Lie, Cheat, and Steal Podcast, and if you like what you hear, please leave us a five-star review and rating wherever you're listening to us, and if you really like what you hear and you want to sign up for some more episodes, check us out on Patreon.com slash Lie, Cheat, and Steal, where we release two more every month. That being said, I'm here with my co-host, Kath Barbadoro. Kath, how you doing today? Hi, Pat. Um, I'm pretty good. It's a beautiful Sunday afternoon in New York City. We're recording this one a little early. We're sort of stacking them. So this uh, this was recorded September 17th. Just saying that in case we make September any 17th. topical references. Yeah. Who knows <laughs> yeah. what the world's going to be like in a month? Uh, we don't know. Yeah. But uh, yeah, I'm good. How are you, Pat? Uh, I'm good too. I uh, I went out after the show last night and hung out with a bunch of comedians. Probably a little too late. Um, got home and uh, I, I had a fun weekend. I had time off work this last week at work. We've had like this ongoing safety issue and we've been leaving early every day with like a Hell full yeah. day of pay. Hell so basically, yeah. the only day we, we worked were Monday or Tuesday, Monday and Tuesday, and Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday. We showed up. We we're there for like an hour. They did a roll call. We just took off because they're not building Beautiful. this. Uh, yeah, there's this fucking like the stairwell. They have to have two two exits for us, two points of egress, and they disassembled one of them to work on a different part of the building. And I would it didn't even fucking occur to me that like we would need that. And I showed up, and our sure. safety guy was like, everybody was like, hey, sorry, we're late. They moved the stairs, or, like, or took the stairs down, the south stairs. We had to come up the north ones. He, he, was, he was like, what? What the fuck? And they all, we went and checked, and it was like a huge deal. And yeah. so they're like, yo, we need to get this thing built. And so they just we just left, got paid, and this then is why uh, we you got join the a union, day. folks. This is yeah, you yeah, unionize, man. Join a union. Yeah, it's okay. We, we walked walked out past all these other crews. We're just like, peace. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's pretty cool. And so I had a, a fun show last night at Speakeasy uh, here uh, here in uh, Austin, Texas. And tonight I'm doing Vulcan Gas Company with uh, nice. Blast from the Past, John Stringer, dude. Uh, I, I haven't worked with him in quite a while, so yeah, hopefully it'll be good. I, I haven't I haven't been at Vulcan in a while because I got to a fucking I called that on that, that Brandon Lewin guy of Big Laugh. I called him out on some shit one time on Facebook. And I'm Who's pretty that? sure I made like a little do not. He's the guy who ran like a comedy label out of out of fucking uh, Vulcan. It was like a, a comedy show. It was on his show that the Pung Dang and fucking Hinchcliffe thing happened. Oh, it was on yeah, one of yeah. his shows. So and, yeah, uh, if you're, if you're listening and you and you don't know what this is, uh, a comic, uh, an Asian comic had gone up and introduced the headliner, who then said horrifically racist things about a comic yeah. he was working with and yeah, uh, yeah. it was really fucked up and weird and upsetting and uh gross and uh yeah pat understandably had something to say about it and then i guess the venue owner got mad <laughs> yeah yeah and then, like that's the thing i've only like two or three times in comedy made a do not book list and it's always been because i called somebody out in their shit oh, and yeah. uh every time i end up backdooring it somehow and sliding on in because people <laughs> fucking like me and people want to yep. work with me so i'm just like yeah i'm walking in there tonight i'm walking their chest out baby yep. <laughs> so although it's it also had nothing the venue itself it was more like that guy who ran the label out of it but anyways yeah, yeah, yeah. little anyway. inside baseball and uh, i i'm not scared to pop off the mouth i like talking <laughs> shit so um but yeah that's, that's that's how my weekend's going just getting ready for the show tonight and hanging out sweet uh yeah let's see so um you know speaking of because I, I i had a good time this weekend some some might say a little too good of a time <laughs> like went a little hard in the yard but it was fun though and speaking i just 
Speaking of guys who like to party, uh, we are back in Australia today uh, for the top of our story. A nation that likes to party, arguably. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's crazy down there. It's all upside down and nobody knows it, you know, so they're all just a little <laughs> wacky. Yeah. Uh, toilet water's going the wrong direction. It's a real right. hoot and holler down there. Yeah. <laughs> Everything can kill you and it's named after some shit that sounds like a cartoon character. It's just <laughs> such a great continent. Uh, we got some listeners out there. What's up? Um, but yeah, so this takes place in a, it starts off in a small town called Wangaratta. Uh, in Australia, and little preface on this little backstory: people who listen to the show for a while, if you're like, "Oh, you're doing an episode about a uh, an Australian guy who defrauded a bank through ATM transactions," didn't you already do that episode? And we did a few years ago. It was a guy named Luke Moore, but now apparently. This is just happens in Australia, and every time it's a wild story because <laughs> this is it happened again. It happened again with a guy we're talking today named Dan Saunders. I think they should uh, just Dan consider S- this uh, the Australian lottery. This is what the lottery yeah. is in Australia. It's just every couple of years, one citizen gets unlimited money from an ATM, and it's yeah, up yeah, to you yeah. to figure out who it is. And uh, I think that's just how they should do it. I think it's fine. Yeah, and I, I I love it. It just it shows that like right now they're 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 two for two on fucking guys who discovered that you could defraud the ATM system of a bank and then went on to just party their asses off for a couple of years. Like they don't that's that's they handle it the right way. You know that's how you're <laughs> supposed to do it. If right, you get exactly. if you get this gift given to you, yeah. Um, this one, yeah, this is story crazy. So I was I was uh, hanging out with some people the other day, and uh, the, the, it came up that I do a podcast about scam artists, and they were like, "Oh, have you heard this story?" I was like, "We did that story already," and they're like, "No, it's another one." Uh, so I, I dove into it, and this one rules. I actually like it a little better than the original one we did, just because uh, this one is, it, it goes some wild places. So let's just uh, to use ready. that uh, great strapped in. Yeah, use that great podcast phrase. Let's dive right in. Um, so. <laughs> It's 2011. We're in Wangaratta, Australia. Mm-hmm. Uh, Dan Saunders is the the subject of today's episode. Dan's a bartender. He is engaged uh, to his fiance. Uh, he met while they were working at a casino, and they're I like this looking guy forward already. to building a life. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like I just yeah, feel like, like this this kind of thing should happen to just like a bartender who's about to get married. That's like you're it, in a good place in your life. You know how to party. You probably are like yeah. having one last sort of feral uh, season before your wedding. You know, <laughs> I, I I'm I'm on board with this guy getting unlimited money. I already like him. Yeah, he's man. He's the one. Like we talk about, like sometimes, like just the, the 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 right thing happening to the right people. Like uh, like our friends who run the little bar we like to drink at. Like it just so happens our friends with great taste happen to have this cool yeah. place that they can run, and they can. It's always good when the, it happens to the right people, and like so this guy definitely one of the right people. But the wedding thing. Well, we'll get it. We'll get into it. it, it this is a, this is a, this one's a wild one. So. He's living there. He's he's kind of just like he's a bloke. He's a lad, you know. Like he's just him and his boys like to drink. A little bit of a partier. Apparently, he had gotten fired from his casino job that he met his wife at because he like got off and started drinking at work. And then like his boss saw him walking to the casino with no shoes, carrying beers, and he was like, "No, no man, <laughs> you can't do this." So <laughs> he's he's a fun guy, party boy for sure. So one night, Dan Saunders is out drinking with his buddy Mark. And he gets off work one night, and uh, they go out. They start buying drinks. At first, Mark is Mark is paying for all the the, the tab, and then it gets it's now it's on our boy Dan to start paying. Um, and he looks sure. into his wallet, realizes he ain't got he ain't got shit. He's got no money. Yeah. But you know, it's like twelve o'clock. He's I don't want to quit partying, so he runs out of money at around midnight. 
he heads over to an ATM for NAB, the uh, National Australia Bank. And at this point, this is where he's at in his life. He has a shared account with his wife that has like I, I the, the sources I saw it had a screen grab and it showed like nineteen thousand, but I don't even know if that was his, if it was just like a stock yeah, photo yeah. of a fucking ATM thing. Sure. But they, they're saving up for a house, so I'm sure they got some money yeah. in there. But it's a joint account, and he can't pull it out without her being present. They can't pull it out of ATM. Right. Uh, he has a savings account that has three dollars in it. Okay. And he has a credit card, a credit account that is two K in the negative. So All this right. dude is just, again, I like this yeah. guy. I, I get where he's coming from. <laughs> yeah, I, this dude's in my ballpark, man. Yeah, I've known many people like him. I have been him at certain times in my life. Like I'm with him. <laughs> yeah. Oh, dude, there's so many. I I gone through periods of my life where I was I was caught in a over overdraft fucking limbo. Mm-hmm. You know, where, where you're just mm-hmm. always overdrafting. He's overdrafting the last one. And yep. I have done, I have done the hail mary pass at the ATM, being like, "Fuck, I hope I'm still allowed to withdraw, or else I'm screwed." Yeah. You know. Yeah. And so this, some some parts of this story hit so close to home from when I was like <laughs> in my mid twenties, living in Connecticut, like making more money than I ever made before, but spending more money than I ever made before. Right. Was, yeah. Just oh, immediate quite a time. lifestyle creep into like the stratosphere. <laughs> yeah. 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 So from, we we know this the, guy. Uh, he's like at the bar. It's his turn to pay. And this is like a high pressure ATM transaction moment. Like, yeah. it's like I can't not yeah. pay. Like, I gotta do this. Yeah. Fuck. Yeah. Oh man. Yeah, dude. It, like, it, it, so he he goes over there. So he has he has access to no money. But he says, okay, let me let me see if I can try to move two hundred from my credit account to my savings account. God Oof. damn it, we've all been there. So <laughs> he gets cash an error advance. Message. Cash advance. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> and he's already two k in the hole on his credit card. Right. So. He gets an error message that says transaction canceled and also it wouldn't show him his savings balance. So he's like, fuck it. He tries to withdraw and was able to 200 bucks came out. He's like, Oh shit. And I, again, I know that when you're like, you know what? I'll figure out the ramifications of this later. Right. <laughs> I don't know where this came from, but it's in my hand now. Yeah. So yeah, I know where, I know where done. it's going, baby. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> damage is done. So I guess I'll I've be seen, leaving. I've seen a couple people on Twitter. Uh, I, 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 don't appreciate the gendered aspect of this, but I do understand it where they're like, when you get cash out of an ATM that it's spent already, that's girl math. Yeah. It's like, yeah. if it's cash, you can spend on whatever you want. Cause it's not in your account. So yeah, yeah. That's the girl math of budgeting when you're just like, Nope, this is for me now. Anyway. So that's yeah, what this guy's I, doing. I do that same thing, but fuck it. I don't think, yeah, cause I do the same thing. If I have cash in my pocket, like if whatever happened, like drew, withdrew cash to buy something, but then I, I ended up doing it on the card or whatever, that cash is out, it's out, it's gone. Like yep. that, that's already been spent. <laughs> so this, uh, so he thought of that. He grabs it in, he goes to the bar, keeps drinking. So bars shut down, which I can only imagine. Uh, I don't know what time that happens in Australia, but it's probably <laughs> weird. Uh, <laughs> it like ha- happens on the half hour or some shit. I don't know. I don't know how they get down down there. But he starts walking home, and it starts pouring down rain. So he's walking down. He's all fucked up, and he passes by the ATM machine that he had initially taken the two hundred dollars out of, and it's raining, and it has a little roof over it. So he's like, "All right, fuck it. I'll go. I'll go sit here, hide out in the rain for a little bit, kind of get my bearings." So he's in there, he looks at the ATM, and he decides to kind of like fiddle with it again, decides to fuck with it. And he's so he goes and he did another transfer from credit to savings. And it says, transaction canceled. It won't show him the savings balance, but he goes to pull out the 200 and it works. So at this point, and I, man, again, we've all been here. I know you're drunk. You're like, well, fuck it. Let me try 400. Let me try 600. Right. Let me try 800. Eventually, he pulls out $2,000. Out of this ATM. And he's just Hell like, yeah. okay. Yeah. He's like, got it. And like, so he knew it couldn't be from his credit account because it was already 
2,000 overdrawn. They wouldn't let him get that, right. you know? Right. So he said, fuck it. He walked home. And he I woke also, up like, and I he, feel he, like in this situation, I would have been like, well, it's telling me the transaction was canceled. So even <laughs> if it is taking it out of my credit account, I'm just going to call them and be like, yeah, I canceled all of these. Like, yeah, it, yeah, these were all canceled. Happened. Yeah, for it sure. shouldn't have happened. Yeah, so yeah, why yeah. is yep. it coming out of my balance? Because they don't need to know I got cash. That's not their business. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Man, that's one thing that is is incredible about cash. And I know this isn't a, a new revelation, but just the untraceable nature of it. I love it. Uh, so, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Mm, they knew what they were doing when they made that stuff. Uh, so he wakes up the next morning. He said he assumed it was a dream. He was like, and I, and I, I can get that too. You're just yeah, like, ah, totally. that didn't happen. He checked. Checks his wallet. Sure enough, it did. It's fucking fat with cash. 2000 So he figured, all right, fuck it. I'll just have to pay this back. So he takes the cash, and he walks in for uh, walks in. He was at a bar for a 3 p.m. shift. So he's got this money, and he's like, so he, he makes some, he's like, he's got, he's got to burn a hole in your pocket. At first, he's like, I'll just keep this because I'm going to have to return it at some point. Well, he's got it. Right. So yeah. he ends up going out. He's and smart. He, he knows. Uh, he's he, like, the other shoe will drop. Like, this, this didn't yeah. come from nowhere. Somebody, I got to figure this out. Yeah. Yeah, what, what he ended up doing, though, he did go buy a fridge. I don't know if he bought it the day of, but it talks about how he went and bought a refrigerator, which is a, okay. a sensible purchase. And then, right. um, so the bar he worked at had a online betting system. Apparently, this is like a big thing in Australia because they, they could do sports betting from pretty much anywhere. And there's a, a service called Tab. And it's a, like, um, I don't know what it stands for, but it's Australia's biggest sports betting site. And, and you just do it bars at the bar. Yeah, bars will have tab stations. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, Got yeah, it. you can go get a, get a pint, That's watch so the dangerous. horse race. and be- Oh, very much so. <laughs> that is very bad. Okay, yeah. Anyway. Yeah. Uh, so he decides he's going to place a few bets. So he places a few bets and loses it all. He's like, well, shit. So he calls the check, the bank to check his balance, and his savings account was now negative $1,997. Remember, he had, he had three bucks in savings. He took two grand yep. out. Now he's down 1997 but there he checks go. his credit card, and the credit card doesn't show a single transaction. So he's like, all right. Ah. So a few nights later, he leaves work, and he walks by the ATM. And it sounds like he drinks after work. So I, I pretty much every time yeah. this dude's walking by the ATM, he's fucking tanked. <laughs> so <laughs> he's still negative $2,000. And, uh, but he goes, and he's like, man, fuck it. Let me see what I can do. And he tries to transfer $1,000 from his credit uh, from his credit card to his savings. Well, he gets the transaction canceled message. And then he goes back, but he checks his balance, and it's negative 997. So it's 1,000 up again. He's like, what the hell? Ah. So he transfers another, transfers another thousand. Now his balance is back to three dollars, where he all started yeah. from. So he knows the, the withdrawal limit is one thousand. So he transfers two k more, two thousand more, yep. and then he pulls it out off two cards. So now he's got two thousand yep. dollars cash again in his hand. So at this point, it fuck me if I, I I thought I figured out something with PayPal one time. And I was like, okay, hold on, <laughs> let me run the. I'm gonna run this one fifty through, send it back to my Venmo, wait for three days, see what happens. I was wrong, <laughs> but like it didn't this cost does- me anything. But I thought this does seem like one of those things where it's like if your math, like if you have one understanding of it, it's unlimited money. And if you are understanding it even just a little bit wrong, you are absolutely fucked where it's like, no, 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 my credit, my credit is covering my savings, but it's not coming out of the credit. It's like if you have any of those sort of like directions of transfers or like amounts of money wrong it's like you're just digging yourself a huge hole but it sounds like yeah. he he checked his math he like figured it out and he was like no this actually is an unlimited money uh hack yeah so good for him yeah man 
it, 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 it just keeps it, this keeps getting more insane. So he goes to sleep and he wakes up and he checks his balance. Now at this point, his savings account says negative three thousand nine hundred ninety-seven. Mm-hmm. So all four of those one thousand dollar transactions had gone through, but there was still no transactions to his credit account. So yeah. he plotted a theory, and this was his theory that between twelve and one a.m., NAV ATMs go offline into a standby mode. And in that time, he could transfer, he could move up to six figures at a time. Theoretically, it's as, as much as you can type into an ATM screen. Right. Uh, the transfers wouldn't show up, but 24 hours later, it would go through, leaving him in debt. So all yep. he had to do was go back and transfer double the last amount to keep the account topped off. Yep. And he did this, he tried it, and it sure enough, it fucking, his, his, his theory was correct. Yeah. And so at this point, he goes all in and he pulls out 20 grand. And oh, yeah. so his fiance, so, so he doesn't tell anybody can about I, it. Can I oh, yeah. just like take me through this? So he would go, he would pull out 20, he would transfer 20 grand from his, his credit to his savings. And then he would pull out 20 grand. Uh, then the next yes. day he would go back and he would transfer 40 grand to his savings from credit. Is that right? Yes. Okay, yeah. Yeah. Cool. It'd be double the amount and he then topped off because his theory. Like, yeah. Yeah. His theory was that if it ever, like, if it ever stayed in that negative, especially with significant amounts like that, now the bank's onto him. Now the bank yep. is, has a reason to look. Yeah. And man, that's one thing in scam logic is the the idea that like like yeah, if someone has a reason to look, that's when things can fuck up. Yep. If someone has a reason to check to check your work, and so that's why like if you're ugh, and I put this on, I say this very non-incriminatingly. If you ever in a situation where there's a video camera around. Sometimes it's, it's worth the risk because, yes, they can check the video camera, but if they never have a reason to, right. not, they don't want to sit there they're and watch 16 look. hours of footage. Yeah, yeah, yeah they're yeah. not going to look. So use take with that what you will. Um, <laughs> so <laughs> so he told people it could potentially – he, so he's like, I'm not going to tell anybody about this, which smart, off top. Don't tell nobody about shit. He decided to keep the whole thing on the hush. If he told people, it could potentially expose the glitch. And now everybody – now every you know Tom, right. Dick, and Harry is running down to the nab machine. Yeah. And so, and then he also didn't tell his fiance because she was a teacher at a Christian school and he knew she wouldn't go for it. Like, sure. So he keeps, yeah. Again, this dude's checking all the points. Lie to your wife, lie to your friends, steal money. <laughs> this dude's doing yeah. everything correct. <laughs> So in the meantime, though, he becomes the life of the party. Uh, this is like this is all still in the same week. So he starts taking all the boys out for drinks on him, all the lads, all the blokes. He's buying Vegemite sandwiches at every which front, <laughs> right, and center. Yeah. Um, nearly a week goes by, and every night he would top off his account. Uh, so at this point, at this point, he's nearly twenty thousand in. So he gives his fiance a thousand dollars. He's just like, here, babe, you know, here's 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 a grand. Aww. Then he. Him and the boys place bets on horses, and they have a few small wins, but ultimately he loses everything. And he's telling all his friends that he just got this money from another bet. So he's like, yeah, right, yeah, yeah, here yeah. you go, just bet, bet, bet this money, let's that go. That is the nice thing about sports gambling being everywhere, is that is like a very easy uh, explanation for why you suddenly Yeah, how money. you got some money. <laughs> yeah, so yeah. It's, hey, it's it big, a breaking bad, breaking bad excuse. He's like, I count cards. Yeah, You know, yeah. like that kind of shit. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> God, what a good show. <laughs> but, uh... So, 
after this crazy week, uh, so then so he loses everything. So now he's he's he's, he's back kind of where he started. Actually, technically, well worse off than he's when we started. <laughs> so he, he moves that forty thousand to cover it. Yeah. And then after this crazy week, he told he, he gets told he needed to be to work early one day. So he comes in and he gets there, and his boss is on a conference call with the tab people, the the Uh-oh. Australian betting site people. Yeah. And so apparently, he, but he's been the whole time he's been using the tab at the bar he works in. And I don't know if that's like a conflict of interest, but something just seemed really, really strange to them because they were like, yo, you gambled more there in one night than we normally pull in all month. He's like, so right, what's, what's that about? Making, what's going on here? He's making high stakes bet bets at like basically a fucking bingo hall. And it's like, why are yeah, you yeah. why are you putting so much money down? Yeah, yeah, yeah. that makes sense. Okay. Yeah. So it, it just raises a suspicion and they correctly are like, we, we don't like this. So he gets told that he can't work anywhere with a tab betting parlor for one year. So he loses his job. That's so nice. now he's out of a job. Thankfully, his he has gets a some... backup plan. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so word gets around and his fiance hears how much he spent. And like, to, I mean, to your credit, you're like, you're like, yo, we don't have any money, and you how somehow you? came up with forty grand. Yeah, yeah. To, yeah. How dare you gamble? Also, where the fuck is it coming from? So yeah. she ended up just texting him. She goes, I don't know what you're in on, but I want no part of it. We're done. Called off the engagement. Out of his life. Yeah. Aww. So he loses his job. He loses. Yeah, his, I will his say, fiance. like, I um, I would also do that. <laughs> like, if yeah, I were, I mean, it makes sense. Yeah, if I were, um. I mean, unless they had, like, an amazing explanation. But I don't even know if I'd hear them out because I'd just be like, there's no there's no way you got <laughs> yeah. this that is, like, licit. There's no way that, like, I wouldn't end yeah. up in trouble if you got in trouble. So, like... Yeah, I'm not. Exactly. I'm not gonna yep. fuck with the. I'm not gonna fuck with anyone who has twenty thousand unexplained dollars all of a sudden. Like, it's <laughs> yeah. too. Even if it's fun to have a lot of money, that is too much work. That is like too much yeah. stress on my life. So I get what exactly. She's exactly. Yeah. She, yeah. She's out of there. You know. And she. Yeah, she works at a Christian school. She can't be with like like you know the she parents start asking this. like oh isn't your husband. Isn't your husband the guy who fucking, you know, lost 40 grand at the fucking betting parlor or whatever? I will like, say, this is probably, like, the the best, most harmless reason to suddenly have $20,000. Like, I can't yeah, think yeah. of, like, a less uh, destructive reason to suddenly have a bunch of money. Like, I'm sure, yeah. again, like, <laughs> if, if this were someone I was dating or something, I would assume the worst. I would assume that they were, you know, like moving serious weight like selling drugs or like just involved in something really weird uh but found a bank glitch really is like the best yeah but it sounds if you you explain that to someone you're like no no no, i have this money because i am exploiting a glitch in an atm i'd be like no you aren't you're like beating people up yeah it does sound like like, it does sound like a lie yeah (laughs) you're like yeah you're like enforcing gambling debts or something like i don't believe you that you found a bank glitch like i don't know yeah Shady. Yeah, that does it does sound like some bullshit because you're essentially you're saying I found free money walking down the street. Right. Um, <laughs> but well, he did. Like, like, uh, yeah, it's exactly what happened to him. So at this point, so he's uh his wife leaves him. Uh his fucking, you know, he, he lost his job. The only people you can turn to in the in the world, the squad. He calls his boy Mark, the dude he's hanging out with the first night everything happened. He calls up Mark yeah. uh and he tells uh, um and he tells him about it. And they, they end up going, to, or he tells them about all that happened to him. He's like, hey, man, let's just get out of here. They go to Mel- Melbourne for the weekend, and they get a room at the Crown Plaza Hotel. So they get their room, and uh, they, they're, it's a really nice room. It's pretty swanky. They go there and take in the luxury. And his boy Mark was like, man, imagine if this was just your life. And Dan was just like, you know what? Why can't it be? <laughs> Why couldn't yeah. this be our life? 
So they, he, he hits up the ATM for another switcheroo. Uh, at this point, I'm unclear as to whether he, because there's a point where he tells somebody about it and there's a, part, a point where he does it in front of them. And I don't know if this is what he told them about it. So I, I, don't, I don't know how much Mark knows at this point. I will but, say uh, there's I believe not, he, no better way to get over a breakup than having unlimited money. That yeah, is like yeah. <laughs> a good consolation prize. It will make you feel better, yeah. I think. <laughs> yeah, man. I, I, I every time where I've gone through a breakup, where like I actually had my shit together, it's like it's way easier. Which is which is <laughs> this time, the first time it happened. Like, <laughs> I went through a breakup and like all my all my ducks were in a row. I was like, oh, it's, it's a lot less traumatic than I fucking thought. Yeah, it yeah. Be. It's like you're sad, but you can be sad on a comfortable couch. You know? Like, yeah, exactly. Not... Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, you're sad and not also stressed the fuck out. You know? That's uh, right. That's that's right. good to have. So. They go to the ATM, he does a little switcheroo, and they go crazy. They hit the casinos, they start playing some wild bets, and they lose big. They lose every night. Uh, but every night, Dan goes back, hits the ATM, tops it off with more money. So he also discovers another glitch at this point. So Australian banking guys, what are you doing? You know, it just <laughs> runs some tests. How is this a constant problem? Yeah. Yeah. He discovers another glitch that lets him straight up transfer money from his credit account to his credit account. So Nice. This is just, yeah, and he can do Cutting that Cutting out the middleman, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, man. So the, uh, the casino binge it was fun, but eventually it peters out because Mark had to leave. Mark's like, I got to get back to work, man. So he leaves. So now it's just Dan. He's by himself in a luxury hotel, and um, that's really a special kind of sad. We're just like in this really nice hotel room, but your boy left. You don't know what to do next. So he calls up his other homie. Uh, and he says, hey, man, you got to come down to Melbourne, man. I'll, I'll, I'll get you down here. And well, I'm in this hotel. Let's hang out. So he calls up his boy. Uh, is it, this, this dude's identity is is, uh, is kept a little secret, but the, the source that I was getting this from called him Richard. So I'll call him Richard. Okay. So he hits up Richard, and uh, he brings him out to Melbourne. And then they drink for a little bit. And then he's like, hey, man, I got to show you something. He's like, all right. So he's like, let's go. He takes him to the ATM. And he always opens up his savings account. It says he has 7000 in it. He's like, mm-hmm. all right, good, good on you, mate. Yeah, good on you, seven grand. Happy for you. And Dan, and he's like, no, 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 watch this. And then he goes to transfer it from the savings, and it says, transaction canceled. And this boy is still like, okay, okay I know what you're saying. Well, then he opens up his savings account again, $57,000. And he's like, hey. oh, shit. And he's like, yeah. And he's like, and then so his boy, and this is so funny because like, this is another way that scams get the tipping point is you get your friend in on it and you get bold. And his boy's just like, do it again. His boy's like, do it again. So they come yeah. and they fucking transfer another 50. Now they got $107,000. And, and this guy so they, they several the casino- weeks ago had $3 in his account. So yeah. naturally. Yeah, man, yeah, this is. <laughs> unusual. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, they go back to the uh, the casino, and he's like, "But th- so Mark or Dan himself is actually like stressed out. He's like, look, man, I'm deep in the hole. I got to win this money back.'" And his boy asks a question. When he his boy brings up a very good point. He goes, "Why?" He's yeah. like, "Why do you need to win it Why? back? You can just create money, man." <laughs> and he's like. I guess I never thought about it like that. So Dan calls Mark and another homie and is like, y'all get back to Melbourne. And th- this, this is where Act 2 kicks in. These guys go fucking nuts. <laughs> so, like, this is just, like, just imagine. It's you, three of the homies, like, unlimited money, 
uh, just just like you're out in like I guess essentially it was like their Vegas. I don't know, like Melbourne's like yeah. analog to American cities, but there's mad casinos and there's cool hotels. So I'm assuming it's like their Vegas. You know, it's 2011. Culturally, they're still reeling from the death of the crocodile hunter Steve Irwin. You know, and yeah. they're just ready to heal those. That's their 9/11, and they're just yeah. ready to heal those wounds. Uh, so they get into it. They first of all they just start partying, partying like a motherfucker, just buying drinks, buying drinks for the whole the whole bar. Everybody's getting their, their tables bill paid for um then they decide like okay let's just and, and like they get a little altruistic with it he's like man you know we just have this fall in our lap let's just start helping people out so they're just going in there tipping waiters 500 bucks on a drink Hell you know yeah. they're fucking handing strangers money this is money. what happens uh, when a bartender has this happen to them this is <laughs> yeah. this is the result of it being a bartender who discovered this glitch is like people yeah, are getting yeah. tipped the fuck out absolutely yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, man, this is like this is when good things happen to good people. It is like good, <laughs> good shit comes of it. But so you get everybody huge tips. Um, he pays off all of his homeboys' uh, student loan debts. Fuck so the yeah. whole the whole crew, yeah, the whole gang gets their fucking gets their student loan debts paid off in one day. Um, yeah. And and again, you can tell like oh like a, when a working class person gets this, he completely understood. And one of the quotes he was like, "I was able to get things for people that would normally take them years to get." And yeah. I don't think anybody but the people who have been broke think about that shit like that. Like that's yeah, there's money involved with it. You think of the time to get the money to even get the thing. Like that's yeah. gonna take me years. Yeah. And like I, I he he saw that he started. Buying off his homies, um, everybody got new duds. Everybody got a new fucking suit. Um, then they go out. At one point, this is like like the cool stories that he does. Um, he saw a street musician just playing there on the street, and so he went into a fucking uh, a guitar center, bought him all new gear, came out, gave it to him, then stood around the corner and started paying people fifty bucks to go stand in front of the guy and jam out. And Aww. next thing you know, they yeah. <laughs> next thing you know, they just have a huge crowd of people in Melbourne while this dude is just fucking shredding on his brand new material, awesome. on his brand new equipment. Yeah. And like it got so bad that it went out into traffic and buses were getting stopped and it was like a huge scene. <laughs> this <laughs> yeah. is like this is like good Mr. Beast. Like Mr. Beast with no yeah, yeah, yeah. no troubling implications. <laughs> Man, I so I always like I I never really watched any Mr. Beast content cuz I I don't know, it's just not my fucking thing. Yeah. And I know it's like, oh, he gives people houses and does all this shit for people. And I heard people being like, how can you hate him? And I remember thinking like, well, this is a good point. I mean, but like I watched one of the videos and they are kind of weird where it's like I'm giving people this much money to like stay in these little glass boxes for a month or whatever. It, is, it gets a little it, it does get a little odd. I don't know. It gets a I little. I saw that. It's, yeah, it, it gets a little Hunger Games is like the best exactly, description yeah, yeah. I can think of it where it's like. Yeah, he is like really changing people's lives, but he is making them uh, tap dance for his YouTube channel first, which is like yeah. a little weird. Yeah. But anyway, that's <laughs> you know, it's it, pros and pros and cons. But I, this guy yeah. sounds like he's like the the truly altruistic uh, form of this, which is great. Yeah, he met an older couple at the bar who were like. Yeah, this is just kind of funny. Again, I don't know shit about like the the reputation of cities in Australia, but basically they were there on vacation, but they were kind of bummed because they're like, we wanted to go to Australia, we wanted to go to Hawaii, mm -hmm. but it was too much money, so we came to fucking Melbourne. Like, I don't know. And he just felt so bad for these people that they had to be in Melbourne that he was just like, <laughs> hey, hold on, twenty, yeah, twenty grand, give him twenty grand, go to Hawaii, y'all have fun. God yeah. damn! Um, I wish I'd met yeah. this guy. Fuck. <laughs> yeah, for real. I want to go to Hawaii. Shit. Yeah. That's so funny. He fucking <laughs> he was buying like you know designer handbags for women. Uh, he would fucking was like uh, at one point uh, he would buy homeless people rooms at the Hilton. 
mm-hmm. then like he would put him on the room, and then they would call and be like, "Hey, your your whoever you was staying here stole everything," and he'd just be like, "Fine, charge it <laughs> to the card. I don't care." Yeah, so it, it, like yeah, it was just it was cool at the height how of the glitch. How long was this he's tr- happening? Like over this how much time is, like, is this happening? I think it's like the whole thing is like an eight month period. Okay, uh, eight okay. months to like an eight month to a year period. Okay. Uh, at the height of the glitch, he's transferring two hundred grand a pop and walking, Damn. and then he starts walking right into the bank to withdraw the cash. Wow. And so he's making hundred grand with hundred k withdrawals. Yeah, and so sometimes wait, is and he, so he, I thought this also, was wait, hold on. I thought this was only happening in the middle of the night. So that's when he can make the transfers, but then the money is present there for a period of time. Oh, okay. And then he yep, would go I in see. and yep. make the cash withdrawals from the bank. So gotcha. he did that. So he like, would like he set would, it uh, up in the evening and then he would go to the bank the next day. Yeah, I get it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so they would be like, then people would be like, uh, you know, um, the bank would call. And so you would imagine during this time period that he never spoke to the bank. He was in constant contact with the bank, A, calling to check wow. his balances, but also he's buying all this crazy shit. And they're calling him like, hey, did you just spend 15 grand at Louis Vuitton? He's like, yep. And they're like, okay. And like, yeah. that, was, that was the end of that. Yeah. Wow. And he, uh, so he actually stays uh, in close contact with the bank. Um, they're calling him about fraud charges. Every now and then they'd call and be like, hey, did you transfer 900 grand into your saving last night? And he'd be like, and he's like, you know, I was really drunk, but I don't even think that's possible. And they're like, yeah, good call. It's probably a glitch on our end. And we just hang up. And that was that. <laughs> so, <Wow>. yeah. <laughs> he goes, is so that even like possible? they are like problems going on at this bank that they're like, I don't know. It's probably a glitch. Like, yeah. goodbye. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Sometimes the teller would take too long in the back and he'd panic, being like, fuck, this is the day. This is the day they come out and yeah. go, what the hell has been going on? Nope, they just come back with his money, slap it right down the table. Uh, he did have people trying to take advantage of him. That did happen. But he had a really pretty cool way of dealing with it. Like, this one lady had came said, asked him, like, some money to buy a bag. And he was like, yeah, sure, give it to her. And she, like, came back. Hey, can I have money to buy shoes? And gave it to her. Then she just came back and asked if she could have spending money. So he just had the hotel bar her from entry. <laughs> like, it's like, <laughs> get, get that broad out of here. She's too much. Uh, the one lady tried to tell him that he was he was trying to he was trying to buy some uh, some sneef, and she told him that it was going to be twelve hundred for two bags, and he was like, yeah, not us. So he just had her banned from the hotel. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, you can't come back. You're ripping me off. So at this point, they're turning a lot of heads. They're causing a lot of attention. These dudes are like creating a scene in the city. And so they're like, all right, we got to come up with a fucking backstory about who we are and why we're able to do this. So they all decided it was we work in finance. That's what we'll say. We work in finance. And then uh, his boy Richard. As far as I can tell, uh, that basically is what working in finance is. is just like (laughs) playing playing around with fake money until you're rich. Like that's basically what it is. Transferring fictional amounts of money into different accounts. And at the end of the day, <laughs> you have all of it. I don't know. That's, I think, what it is to me. So, yeah. good luck. That sounds like good a finance job them. to me. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, eventually, the crew, yeah, they devise a backstory. And it's at the work in finance. Um, Richard was like, hey, man, we got to start looking the part, really. Like, we're, we're going around throwing all this money around. But we got, he's like, you know, rich people look a certain way. So, from this yeah. point out, it's tailored Hugo Boss all day and the next day. Uh, they, do, they start doing spa treatments. And then it like it gets like really this is like when it, it, it kicks in even like a higher gear if one could imagine that. Uh, so I'll keep this at this point every night Dan had to disappear to top off the account. And sometimes he would yeah. set alarms like if he got fucking super faded in the middle of the day, he had to set an alarm because he had to get up at 12 o'clock like it had to go down. Right. They would go out and they would map out ATMs around the city of like nav ATMs around the city of Melbourne. And like at some point in the night, they would all disappear and go to an ATM run, go to a top off. Uh 
They uh, so then, then the even more crazy spending that I thought was hilarious. He started renting. He rented a party bus and he would just drive around Melbourne picking people up and take them to like these days long parties at country estates. <laughs> and it's, yeah, out in the middle of nowhere. Then they started doing fun shit. Like he paid a guy five hundred dollars to grab the roulette ball off of a table <laughs> while I was while I was in play, which I think could get you kicked out of a casino for sure. Oh but yeah, hundred percent. Yeah. Uh, then he like, and this one was just cute. He met a girl and he he said, "Hey, I got a fun idea for a night." They went to Vera Wang and he bought her a wedding dress and him a tuxedo and they posed as newlyweds and hit, went bar hopping, getting free drinks the whole night. Oh, that's <laughs> like, cute. That, that's yeah, very cute. That's just that that that's very fun. Yeah. <laughs> and then it's like the the like this is just the funniest thing that I I'm like again this happens to the right people. They thought they they realized the bar they drink at is literally in the same business complex as the corporate headquarters for National Australia Bank for NAB. (laughs) And they were like, oh, man, we have an opportunity to do the funniest thing ever. And so they went they printed they printed out a flyer that said NAB staff party, free drinks all night. And they, they put it up all over the NAB offices. And the, a week later, 600 employees were at this bar just having a huge party. Oh, my God. And they all just assumed it was some finance or some company they worked with. And it was like, right. and the dude Richard Richard got on the mic and was like, guys, we just want to thank you for giving us such a successful year. Dude. We couldn't have done this without you guys. That's so funny. Oh, my God. That rules. <laughs> yeah, man. And so this goes on. But. As with you know, all good things got to come to an end. So Dan started feeling stressed the fuck out, and I can only imagine every day if you don't make that transfer. And I think he had his boys. The reason he was able to disappear for a day or two and like fly and go somewhere is he like, hey, you're on ATM duty. When I tell you back, right. you know, yeah, yeah, and like. So, so if you don't make that, if one person messes up, like this whole thing is, you're fucked. You know what I'm saying? Like, right. The house of cards so falls he, down immediately. You're in hundreds of thousands yeah. of dollars of debt instantly if you don't do this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just like that. Yeah. So Dan started feeling weird. Uh, he started talking about getting stressed and paranoid and guilt ridden. Uh, he was like, he said he would just like stare at himself in the mirror and be like, who am I? Who am I? Why do I, why am I doing this? You know? Yeah. And he also started getting, having nightmares about getting raided by SWAT teams all the time, which I bet that's a hundred percent completely expected outcome of living like this is that you're like everything is fuck is this the moment you're having fun but like this takes years off your life doing shit yeah 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 it's i would say i i don't know because i've never been i've never done something like that but i'd imagine it is approximately as stressful as being broke like for different reasons i feel like it's probably around the same you know yeah but you're having way more fun in the meantime Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, and even then though, it's like the crashes are just more like not like that's like a physical drug crash, but like the crash of like you wake up the next morning and you're like, shit, man, I spent eighty thousand dollars that I don't have last night. You know what I'm saying? Like, right. like it's just got to be a fucking like. Do you remember the, the rap song? I woke up in a new Bugatti. I woke up no. in a new Bugatti. It's great song, but <laughs> you know, just you know, <laughs> classic. There was some open micer years ago who I never saw before or since, and he had this great joke where he was like, "Yeah, that guy is like, I woke up in a new Bugatti. Like, it's very exciting and funny to him. He's like, if I woke up, that song would have a much different appeal. Like, oh, like, yeah. oh shit, I woke up in a new Bugatti. <laughs> like, oh god, right. so I'm calling Fuck. my bank and shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's a good thing. Yeah, like, <laughs> I hope that gets out there <laughs> like, somewhere. That's a funny. Yeah, thing. yeah. <laughs> what seems to be the issue? He's like, I woke up in a new Bugatti. <laughs> this is gonna be a huge problem. <laughs> What is the warranty on this? Can I return it? Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so he starts having panic attacks. He developed a twitch in his eye. 
like mm-hmm. a bad twitch from just yeah. all the stress. And also, and again, this is a broke thing. People have been there. Every time the phone rings, fucking terrified. Every time yep. the phone rings, oh shit, this is it. I'm done. That was, there um, was an, uh, that, you talking about the new Bugatti thing reminded me. I can't remember who it was. Some comic in Austin had a joke about how they knew they would know they were doing all right financially when they answered their own phone to their name. Like, <laughs> yeah. Trey, Trey Howard did that. Yeah. Is it Trey Howard. Yeah. That's a good bit. Yeah. About, yeah. yeah. Like if someone yeah, asks like, for you on your number and you can say, yes, you're doing all right. You're doing yeah, all right. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like, <laughs> yeah, they answer the phone like Bill Smith. <laughs> he's like, yep. wow. You're, he's like, that means you're square. You're square with the universe. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So he decides, so Dan decides, man, time to stop it. Time to pull the plug. So he broke the news to the boys. He's like, say, guys, party over. And again, just a real one to the end. He let them transfer any amount of money out of the account they wanted. He was like, just go ahead. Go nuts. Take whatever you want as a parting Mm -hmm. gift. Uh, He gets himself 80K. He gets 80 grand out. And he checks into a cheaper hotel. He stops topping off the account. And he calls and makes the fucking dreaded phone call. Let's see where I hit. What do you what do you want to think? What do you want to say he hit? What do you mean? What do, what do you what do you think? Like, like number wise, where do you think he got? Where when he we didn't top off his account, where his savings ended up at? Oh, like it, the it, would, total... it would reset. It, it would, yeah, it would reflect the true debt. Like, so he was like, whenever he stopped doing say, it, eventually, the... I'm gonna say eight hundred thousand dollars. That's what I'm gonna say. Uh, no, actually, you're you're fifty percent there. It's one point six million. 1.6 million. 1.6, okay. yeah. Okay. He woke up and his fucking account was 1.6 million in the negative, Damn. which has to be, again, yeah, if your eye was twitching before, partner, that shit's about to Ooh. fucking pop out of your goddamn skull. Oh, man. Uh, yeah. So that's, he goes I to can't, an NAB. I feel stressed out enough checking my bank balance, and I'm like doing all right. <laughs> yeah. I can't imagine how stressful that fucking login would be. Just like, all right, here we go. Yeah. Ooh, ooh. <laughs> Uh, uh, Zach Brooks had that old bit about having like an intervention for his bank or whatever. It's about like them always giving him overdraft fees. He's like, you have affected my mental health in the following ways. He's like, you've made me hate red numbers. Which <laughs> 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 just like just such a great fucking. <laughs> so he goes to a NAB branch and he calls the bank manager and says he wants to ask about some suspicious charges. <laughs> like, yeah. Hey, yep. noticing some suspicious charges on my account. And the manager sternly tells him, he's like, yo, cut the shit. He's like, uh, you're not getting any more money. You know why. Uh, he goes, yeah. you've ruined your life. This is a police matter now. And hangs up. Fuck. And so Dan's like, shit. Yeah. So he waits. And a month passes. He goes home oh. to Wangarata and waits. And he waits. Three years go by and nothing Fuck. happens. That's He's crazy. just, yeah. I. To me, that's like get out the country. You've been given a, yeah, a window. Yeah, leave. Like get yeah. out. Yeah. yeah. Take that ADK also, and I go be- set up somewhere else. Go bounce, yeah. Also, his bank account does not reflect the one point six million. He assumes the bank was just like, Well, fuck it, it's in it's in litigation now, we'll just write off the loss. So mm-hmm. his finances don't even reflect that he's one point six million wow. the negative at this point. That's crazy. So, yeah. So finally, now this is where, like, I this is the part where you're like, oh, I would never do this. But I, I you got to think, it's like, if you really, you're thinking about your own life, you know what I'm saying, and where you're about to be headed for the next couple of years. He was like, I need to know what's going on. So he's totally. like. Yeah. I, get, yeah, I need closure yeah, on so, this. Yeah. Yeah, I need closure. Yeah, he wants closure on the status of the investigation. So 
he goes to the media. He calls the Sydney Morning Herald, and he, he does. They do a story. They're like, "Hey, you know, uh, this bloke fucking stole 1.6 million from his bank and lived this crazy life," and it it, it it gets a little bit of interest, and that's it, nothing. So he's like, "All right." So he goes to TV. He goes to a current affair, uh, which I, I don't even think exists in America anymore, but apparently mm-hmm. it's real hot stuff down there. <laughs> so he goes to a current affair and confesses his crime on national TV. They run a segment where they go and get a limo and a jet, just to like like re- like simulate what kind of life he was living. Right. It's all completely staged <laughs> for the camera. That's funny. And um, <laughs> so it runs. Uh, it, it runs that night. But when he watches it, it it's a, there's a spin on it that he wasn't expecting. Um, in the segment, they call it they say they say that he's a fugitive, and that he's on the run, oh, and that nobody knows shit. where he's at. And he's yeah. like, "What the fuck? That's not at all what's I've going been on the whole time." Yeah, yeah. And they said there's been a, but then they they say what he's been wanting to, to hear. They they do clarify. Yes, there is a warrant for his arrest. And so okay, he's like, yeah. "Okay, he's like, all right, cool. So I know I have a warrant." So he gets an email from the show saying that he can stop by. They're like, hey, we got all those press photos that we took for you. We actually got them framed. We want to come by and get them. It'd be like a little cool souvenir. And so he's like, yeah, sure. They set up a date. And he shows up, and there's media, and there's cops. And he gets arrested yeah. on national TV. Yeah. Does, they did the perp walk on his ass. So he was like, damn, so when did, when did like NAB, you know, when did a National Australia Bank notify you? They never did. NAB didn't do anything. If he would have left this alone, he would have walked away scot-free, guilt-free, debt-free, interest-free, uh, nothing. Wouldn't have gotten anything because uh, NAB didn't want to be like, hey, there's a guy who exploited a very easy-to-exploit right. ATM. Yeah, it makes them no look way they terrible. Wanted to say that. It makes yeah. them look awful, yeah. So the, the guy was just like, you want, when he said all that shit, the dude was just bluffing. He was like, you're, you're, this is a police matter now, and hung Fuck. up. And, yeah, ah. so, the, 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 yeah, they, they didn't get the warrant to turn him in until the current affairs producer was, was, was watching the segment before it aired and was like, this guy's a criminal. I got a friend that's a cop. I'm going to fucking tell the cop about this. And the cop was like, well, we didn't know anything about this, but he is on TV confessing that he did confessing this. Confessing a crime. So, we got to do something. Yeah. Yeah, yeah there's a crime. We got to do it. So, they, they bring him in. He makes bond, but he ends up, uh, he faces three charges. Uh, theft in the amount of $80,222. Theft in the amount, a credit card theft, like a, like a wire fraud, our old friend. Yep. Uh, theft of $146,800. And then another uh, th- charge for theft of $21,000. Um, okay. But here's the thing. The case was a mess because no one from the judge, the prosecution really understood what he did or what happened. They couldn't yeah. articulate it. They were just like, I mean, he was just, he was just doing it. What the other guy we talked about, Luke Moore, the guy who did it, he ended up going to jail, but he researched his case. It was like every time somebody tries to overdraft their bank account, someone has to approve it or deny it. That can be a human person or it can be an automated system up to the bank, whichever one you want to do. But either way, if the decision to, to allow someone to overdraft is is made, the right. onus is on you as far as criminality yeah. goes. And he discovered yeah. that. And so it's like and he, he had to look it up and spend a year in a prison library doing that shit. So this is like a very murky area that nobody really yeah. knows what the fuck happened or who's at fault. And so... The trial was a mess. They ended up playing the current affairs segment where he's like in a fucking limousine and shit. Like it's just, <laughs> uh, but to, to make it all easier for them, just to save everybody trouble because he's a nice guy, he just pleads guilty. He's like, look, I'll just get out ahead of this and tell y'all, yeah, yeah I did he all just, this shit. He, that guy, this is a guy who just like, he just wants to sleep at night again. That's what it sounds yeah, like. Yeah, he yeah. just wants, he's like, I don't fucking care. I, I just want this behind me so I can stop worrying about it. 
And uh, yep. I really I, I identify with that. I feel like I'm like, yeah, about shit. So like it sucks that he could have gotten away with it and didn't realize. But yeah, like, he could have got could have got free, but he never would have known that. He never would have known, and he probably would have been consumed by guilt anyway. Because it sounds like he's that's what, yeah the whole time so. yeah yeah he couldn't have been he couldn't have enjoyed it like it would have you know like yeah, I, shit I remember like I've just, I've had like just like tickets or whatever like failure to appear warrants and it's just so stressful you see a cop you're like shit 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 <laughs> like, like, yeah it's not a way to go through life man it's no way to live mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. He, this is what he ends up getting he gets twelve months in jail. 18 months probation, and he's ordered to pay back $250,000. Uh, he was in it, but here's where it kind of, I think, flips back in his favor, is once the story broke and everybody got all the details, he became, like, beloved. Everybody liked this guy. Yeah. Uh, apparently, he's, like, a very charming, he's a charming dude. He's very funny. Uh, he's a bartender. It. You know, he knows how to, like, yeah, he knows how to, like, talk it up. And so he ends up doing a podcast called The Glitch, which uh, seems to be very successful. I haven't listened to it, but I, I the, the sources I was uh, getting all this from reference it and it's called the glitch and apparently it's chock full of more stories than you know we could even <laughs> include here of just his wild ass life um then he also got his stuff option for a movie as well so mm-hmm. there should be a movie it says it's in production on his uh, cool. uh, on the imdb but uh yeah he definitely got like uh, a little bit of like a media uh some media clout out of this so i think he's gonna when was take this? care of the debt this all happened in 2011 Okay, and when did the t- when did the TV stuff happen? Like mid twenty tens. Uh, that was it was it was three years later after that. So yeah, it'd be like around two thousand fifteen, two thousand sixteen. Okay. Uh, yeah. So yeah, that's the that's the story of Dan Saunders and a uh, I'm gonna say it, good guy club for sure, hundred yeah. percent cool dude. Um, yeah. Didn't do anything wrong, and then. I mean, it didn't hurt anybody and then also was like fuck yeah. it I need to fix this and went back and manned up and took it gave all his paid off his homie's student debt I mean come on this yeah. guy this guy, this rules. guy rules everybody likes everybody likes him now and he, I feel like he's got uh, a life ahead of him in like uh, media appearances down there in Australia or whatever totally you know? so yeah yeah good for him totally, totally worth, worth it. it yeah totally if worth it if you can it. do this uh, do it <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Exactly. If you can, can. If it, but make make sure you're able to handle the stress. You know, like that'd be yes. the thing. Is knowing, and it seems like he did like the whole thing. They tell you like how to remain successful and or how to remain grounded if you go to Hollywood or whatever. It's like keep your group of friends, keep your your life system there. And he did. He brought the boys with him the whole time. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. He made sure he had people around him that cared about him. It seemed like a good group of blokes. So I'm gonna say he did this the right way. Yeah, uh, yeah. That's that's the story. That's Dan Saunders, folks. Go listen to the Glitch podcast and just kind of check out anything you can about this. It's very interesting. Um, yeah, if you guys like what you Matt, heard, that was we a do. Wild ride. Oh, thank yeah, thank you. I, I enjoyed this one. Uh, yeah, the, our, our second entry into Australian ATM scams done by charming dudes. Because <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, the other guy's story. You go back and listen to our Luke Moore episode. It was pretty much the same thing. He just like went around fucking just buying hotel rooms, like hanging out in surf towns, and just like, buying everybody drinks, <laughs> which is what you're supposed to do when this happens. But uh, if you guys like this, we actually do uh, two more episodes every month on our Patreon at patreon.com slash lie, cheat, and steal. We are on TikTok at lie, cheat, steal podcast, and we're on Twitter at LCS podcast. You can find us in all those places. Uh, I'm on Twitter we're uh, also, at PZTX. We're also oh. on YouTube. We never, we never plug we that. Are. We are. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Video you- episodes on YouTube uh, with, with yeah, vid- yeah, go check those out. media. So check those out. Yeah, just type lie, cheat, and steal yeah. podcast into YouTube and all, all our episodes will come up. Yeah, yeah, go, yeah, go check those out. We're gonna have these up uh, up there shortly. Thank you for reminding me on that. Um, yeah, check us out there. Uh, Kath, you got anything for us? 
Um, I have another podcast called What a Time to Be Alive. It comes out every week. Uh, I also am on social media at Kath Barbadoro. I do stand up in the New York City area, so definitely follow me there uh, for dates. Thanks for listening, everybody. Hell yeah, guys. Thanks for tuning in. I uh, hope everybody's uh, weekend is wrapping up nicely. I'm not sure when you'll be hearing this, but I hope you're having a good day. Be, get out there. Be safe. Be smart. But above all, don't get caught. Don't get caught. See you next time. Bye.